0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger, win win WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app to your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. hi ho
1: Degenerinos, and welcome to... The MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Episode 148. We're inching ever so close to the um, 150 episode mark, which is going to be quite a celebration. My co-host is actually having a big party at his house for all of our listeners. I'll, <laughs> I'll get you. Um, I'll get you all his his info uh, after another episode. But yeah, we're gonna have a big bash for episode 150. But uh, we're a couple episodes away, 148 right now. Um, who are we gonna get this one out to? Um, I had it in my head who I wanted to give it out to. And now I am forgetting who I wanted to dedicate this episode to. Oh, I remember. I was going to dedicate it to all all our Mexican listeners. Hola, amigos. Um, We are the number nine ranked wrestling podcast in Mexico. Um, So from now on, nothing about Lucha Libre talk on here. uh, Because apparently, you know, Apple thinks we're a wrestling podcast and the Mexicans do like us. So um, let's try to climb to the top of the charts. Anyhow, Gracias. Amigos in Mexico. That's pretty much it for my Spanish. I got a D in Spanish in university, and that's uh, all I remember at this point. Who am I rambling on in Spanish or broken Spanish, Spanglish? Um, I would be. I have a new nickname given to me by a a avid listener of ours. I am Jeff Chalks Fox. Why Chalks? Because I am a chalky gambler. Um, I, I often go go with the chalk. And hey, as this listener said, and as as I say. It pays off because um, I had had a good weekend, as did my less chalky co-host, um, who likes to take wild home run swings at underdogs. He, he had a technically even better weekend, money-wise at least. But let's let's bring him in and we'll uh, get down to this. I, I mean, I may be known as Chalks, but in the SGPN Slack channel, this man is now known as Gumby <laughs> Gumby God, and this is capital G God, so not a god, the god. He is the god, Gumby God. Yeah, I
0: knew, um, I knew, <laughs> I knew. You were, oh, I'm, I'm just gonna jump in because I'm Gumby God. His uh, name Daniel Vreeland. <laughs> Gumby God, go ahead. Oh, we didn't. I, I didn't actually need the my birth name since I've All now right, been, fine. I've been anointed. Uh, but uh, I, I knew you were gonna see that in the Slack and just be like, that's, that's just my entire intro today. But uh, exactly. yeah. Sh- shout out to the people in the Slack who were making uh crazy good picks. Uh, but loads of weekend. money. Yeah, I mean there was um i popped in there the the one that got me <laughs> deemed gumby god which we'll talk about in a little bit i popped in there to to brag that i had just found a plus 350 money or a plus 350 prop that i really liked uh and everybody was like oh yeah we like that prop too and they went to go get it and every single person in that slack channel found a way better line than i did there were like yes. plus plus 425s plus 500s i was like oh apparently i didn't shop around enough uh and then one fight later, which we'll also talk about, uh, somebody in the Slack pointed out that there was a plus 800 prop that they were into, uh, and I found it at 650, much more pathetic, uh, but, uh, both of those hit, so wow! if you were chilling in the SGPN fights channel of the Slack, uh, you were absolutely killing it this week, uh, because this was, a. Uh, it turned out to be a really exciting card, at least yeah. I, I thought so. Not just in terms of, like, there being finishes, but there being, like, a couple of fights that were, like, back and forth a little bit. And, you know, some, I wouldn't say weird decisions, but, like, you know, decisions that made you wonder, like, what's about to come. There were guys losing who landed big punches or submissions and pulled it out. It, it was a, It was a good one
1: yeah i only got to see bits and pieces unfortunately it was uh it wasn't on tsn up here in canada it was there's a few um a few events a year that tsn does not have um the rights to for some reason and i was up north where no with no wi-fi so it's not like i could stream a bunch of it i i saw most of the fights but a few i missed like including the um the one that was uh a split decision that it, it went on our uh, our side, so I don't think I'm going to, uh, I don't think we're going to complain too much about uh, how the decision went, but um, I didn't get to see that controversial fight either. So, hey, what can you do? But, Gumby God saw everything because God sees everything, right?
0: <laughs> that's right. My my can all be, knowing, my all knowing eye. <laughs> yes.
1: Can I be Jesus Jeff if you're Gumby God? Do you, does that work? Well, yeah. I, I guess I can't really give myself that name. It has to has to be a listener. G- so G- Gumby
0: God and God and Jesus Jeff work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should just change the show name to that.
0: Gumby God, God and Jesus, and Jesus Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, talk about punching people in the face. Yes, it's exactly. a little long. We can workshop it. It's a little long. Yeah, we can workshop. it.
1: All right, let's, let's crack, crack-a-lack into, into all the fun after I tell you about win, of course, because we love to win around here. Even though this one's spelled different, we still love it just the same. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Listen to this, everyone. This is, this is bold, this part, so obviously it's important. Ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 plus on sports or casino before July 31st of this year. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Boy, you you would never, ever um, let the rest of your league live that down if you won that for them. Multiple entries are allowed, so you definitely want to do that. Plus, here's another thing. This this one's bold as well. Party with DJ Diesel. All users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend. A DJ Diesel performance. Do you know who DJ Diesel is, Dan? It's got to be Shaquille O'Neal, right? It is Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. Yeah, he's, the, he's the
0: big Diesel, or the big he Shamrock, is. or the big Cactus, or the big Philosopher.
1: <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things. See, it wasn't before dance time. So DJ Diesel performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. I guess he makes them call himself DJ Diesel when uh, when he's, he's in that mode. He's not Shaquille O'Neal. You get to meet D- DJ Diesel, not Shaq Attack. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet. This W-Y-N-N-B-E-T is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. All the SGPN guys do. It's a game-changing product, and like anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points of basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat. Where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the top of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over/under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Dan, picks go. Sleeper picks go. Oh, well, Not, well, I hang on. I should have seen it funny. coming.
0: I should have seen it coming, but <laughs> uh, this time I didn't. So let me. It says you
1: only need one. You usually give us multiple. If you only I, want, to I give usually g-
0: I'm a t- I'm a two guy. I, I like parlays. I'm a parlay right. guy. Um, So let me see who's who's playing on Monday in baseball. Uh, Monday night, we got the Angels and the Red Sox. Uh, Syndergaard is absolute trash right now and he'll be pitching. Uh, so I will take uh, Devers. Uh, I'll take the over on homers. Devers is going to go yard on Monday and I'll take uh, the over on Trevor Story hits. He's he's cooled off a little bit, but I think he gets uh, he gets two against Syndergaard.
1: All right, there you go. We don't keep track of these picks here, but all right, there you go. Um, If you did, I bet you they'd be good, though. Oh, I bet you they'd be amazing. All right, so you got those. I didn't pay attention to them. I heard Devers, and then I I zoned out because I was looking at the SGPN MMA Twitter account to see what Gumby has been up to there. So make sure you subscribe to that as well. But back to Sleeper. All right, here's what you got to do. Y'all on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP terms, conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. Are you having fun with the SGP on MMA Twitter account? Mr. Vreeland.
0: I am. I am. People should go follow that because uh, there's going to be fun graphics and uh, sharing highlights. And somebody pointed out, you know, we we constantly talk about how I have the inside track in in video clips of you know random ass fights in uh, in Alaska yep. and whatnot. You're you're gonna see some there. So uh, and including, I'm pretty sure I shared a video earlier last week of uh, a two on one fight in. I love I, this. I, have, I have no idea where it was, but it was like two untrained. It looked like two untrained teenage boys fighting a female MMA like female professional fighter and yep. they were trying to like they were trying to flank her from the sides <laughs> uh it was one of the most ridiculous things i've seen and then she just turned to just like one touch ko'd one of them and then like stared down the other it was pretty good
1: <laughs> there you go that's and probably some gruesome injuries too dan uh dan likes his his gruesome injuries so um yeah we doubled we doubled the followers i think since we recorded last dan so it's it's what all the cool kids are doing so make sure you get in there so all right. Um, yes, the event last night. going to lean more on Gumby than I normally do in these things. But like I said, I think I saw most of the important things. I know, obviously, all the results at this point. I know we both went 11-3, and, and we're both up money. So let's crack right into it. Main event. Got the right winner. Did not get the method of victory uh, quite right. We didn't see this one really coming. Alexander Volkov. TKO punches. two twelve into the first round um some people say well herb demon was involved so people are going to complain about the stoppage this time they claim he was, he was too early but i well maybe i'm biased because we, like i said we were in on volkov but i didn't really have a, a, an issue with the stoppage but anyone who complains about like fighters complain about early stoppages and that they're okay they're only okay because the ref stopped the fight basically if the ref didn't stop the fight they would have ate a few more punches and they wouldn't have been okay that's usually my take on these things so I'm not sure if gumby has the same take here but Nonetheless, Volkov won the battle of the gatekeepers as Spencer Kite called it, I believe. And, uh, he gets remained the top 10 gatekeeper for UFC heavyweight division.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you on the stoppage. I have no problem with it. Rosenstreich was getting blasted, especially Um, heavyweights. Yeah. And like, was he separated from consciousness? No, but like sort of the idea of a, uh, TKO is that like, not everybody needs to be separated from consciousness (laughs) in order to lose the fight. So like, uh, yeah, I was fine with it. What What's really interesting to me about this fight is you mentioned, you know, like uh, we didn't necessarily get the method right. We thought Volkov was just gonna kind of pick and prod from the outside, and I actually think he wanted to. Uh, yeah, in, in the the limited amount I saw, like I, I think that's what he wanted. But Rosenstreich came in a very different Rosenstreich in this fight. He yep he, he like put the pedal to the metal, and and I know it's like wild to say this in a fight, you know, that only lasted two minutes and 12 seconds, but like I have higher hopes for Rosenstreich after that fight. than I did hit either of his previous losses,
1: two straight losses. Now for him, uh, one win in his last four, two wins in his last six. So things aren't going so swimmingly for him, but yeah, he usually, he is the guy who wants to fight a distance. Maybe he realized he's not gonna be able to do that with a giant, uh, across the cage from him. Um, but I believe you—you said you asked me the question on the podcast. Volkov isn't going to be able to knock him out, is he? And I said, no, I don't think so. But, I, but I, I'm pretty I, sure that I, came out of your mouth.
0: I, hundred I, percent I said that because basically <laughs> I hundred percent said no. I basically what I thought was it's not that he couldn't, but just that like the opportunity and the necessity would never present itself, right? Because Rosenstroke would just fight from distance, or you know, pick apart and you know, look for his big shot late in the fight. But he didn't. He, like, rushed him. He he tried to just, like, get in the pocket and just throw wildly. Um, and Volkov, by necessity, had to either, you know, shell up or throw back. And he threw back and is the sharper, more technical striker, which is, you know, part of the reason why we picked him is because, you know, even if this kind of fight did devolve, like, he's a better fighter in these kinds of fights. So, uh, yeah, in- interesting that it, it played out the way it did. But, yeah, Volkov continues to be... You know, I, the UFC's got him ranked at seven right now. There's no reason to move him up. Like, he fits really well at seven, uh, right. and he probably will for the foreseeable future. Uh, the former Bellator champ is probably not a future UFC champ, but he's going to keep giving guys like, you know, Rosenstroik or, you know, who, whoever else is below him in the rankings a tough time.
1: Yeah, he actually rankings that I I do performance based rankings over on moneymma.substack.com, and he is moved up to seven. So I'm right on track with with what the UFC thinks. Um, he swapped losses and wins over his last four, so I think that's like he's like perfect gatekeeper uh, territory is with that. At.
0: And that first six is is like pretty obvious, right? Like it's yep. it's you
1: know like. Adam I, I, I Gain, mean, off the Blades, Aspinall, Lewis. Yeah, then, in,
0: in, in your performance base rankings won't have yeah. Stipe up there because he's been right, inactive yeah, he for gone. so long. Yeah. But, like, it, it's if you take Niganu and make him the champ and then you look at the rankings in right. the UFC, just, you know, plug Stipe into one of those yeah. numbers, too, and it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so, like, you know, there's nowhere for him to go up right now because, you know, he lost to Aspinall. He lost to Lewis. Did he lose to Curtis Blades? Am I remembering that he lost to Curtis Blades <sighs> at some point in time? Do I just Whoa, believe I'm, that everybody has always check. lost to Curtis Blades.
1: Whoa, do you know Alexander yeah, he, Volkov's he, Middle he, name, by the way? Now that I look this up, um, I Jenny he, he, um,
0: he did lose to a, he did lose to Curtis Blades, so
1: like he's your just intern like, is faster than my intern. Sorry, yeah, go ahead.
0: It's, it's that fast <laughs> internet out in the sticks that I got. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's just like lost to all the guys in front of him, so like you know, when over the guy right behind him kind of leaves him in a no man's land
1: yep 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 well he's he's making good money and um yeah it doesn't look like any reason for him to go away any, anytime soon what are we gonna do about strike? is he gonna be the gatekeeper for like the top 15 if Volkov's the gatekeeper for the top well Volkov could be the gatekeeper for the top six or so and what Rosenstreich's the gatekeeper for the top 10 top 15 <laughs>
0: I mean, I think I think this loss probably puts Rosenstreich in the position where he's going to have to fight somebody um, outside of the top 15 or somebody looking to make like a big push up the division. Like I, I know, um, you know, uh, and I'm not saying this is the match to make right now, but like Jelton Almeida just booked a fight with Shamil Durkahimov, who's number yep. 12 in the division. Should he win that fight? Like Rosenstreich would be a great move, right? Like it's you a, like Jelton
1: a- at. You like the fact he's staying at heavyweight? Um, I don't. I
0: I don't yeah. at all. Actually, there's no uh, reason to go
1: to heavyweight if you can if you can do light heavyweight. Why go to heavyweight? But maybe well, it makes, it's it, easier path. Maybe he's higher weight cutting.
0: It probably is the easier path, at least at the level he's currently at. Yeah. But I would say at the top, I think like if you're like at two thirty five heavyweight, and we kind of saw this with Chris Dawkins, right? There, there's like a ceiling there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And that's not to say you can't be a 235 heavyweight and find a way to overcome that all. But, like, it it feels like his body is better built for light heavyweight and he could be, like, a dominant light heavyweight champion and, like, not have to worry about being outsized. In fact, he's, like, bigger than most of the light heavyweights, right? Like, he's bigger than Yuri Prohashka or or Glover Teixeira, who we'll be talking about later this week. But, like, you know, he's going to be a lot smaller than Surreal Gain or Curtis Blades or – I mean, like, he might – He'd be taller than Curtis Blades, but he's going to be like not a huge physical advantage. Like he's gotten other ones. So yeah, I mean, like ultimately you're right. It probably became a question of like, what's going to happen to him weight cutting. So I don't like him at heavyweight, but I will say if he's going to stay at heavyweight, you know, and gets through Abdur somebody like Rosenstrike makes a lot of sense. You could also give Rosenstrike to somebody like, uh, you know, Alexander uh, Romanoff is another guy who could he, use
1: another one of our favorites.
0: Yeah. Who who could use a big step up, but like, that's what he's going to be relegated to like yep. fringe top 15 guys or guys just barely in the top 15 and who who need that big step up in a name value guy who's main evented multiple cards.
1: I was hoping we were turning into a gelatin on made a podcast, but you, you brought it all back to uh, Jarzinho. So always, bring it, someday, always right? bring it back to Jarzinho. Always bring it back to the thick boy. T H I C C. All right. So we hit that one. we, Wait a minute. I was going to say we hit the next one, but no, because Dan likes to make silly swings for the fans. It's, he's dying to get his fourth person on the Mount Rushmore of underdog picks, but uh, it was not Dan Ege last night um, or afternoon, depending on where you were. or Avilev, minus minus four hundred. My pick came through. Won me a cool twenty-five bucks for my hundred-dollar bet. Um, that's one hundred twenty-five dollars more than Dan got out of this one, though, because he had Dan Ige, Um, Kind of a yawn, Yan 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 yawn, yawn fight. Uh, thirty twenty six, thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven. Evloev. Ev. They were saying his name a little different though. They were saying Evloyev. Evloyev, right? Anyhow, we'll say it anywhere, any way we want it here. But anyhow, um, he he does what he does. I guess that, that's basically what he what he brings to every fight, pretty much.
0: Well, I, I'll say that, but you know, like, it was yawn, yawn in that like it didn't <laughs> seem like Danny Gay could get anything going. Yeah. Uh, he, he did do a really good job of of stuffing takedowns uh, late first, early second round, which is kind of what I thought he'd be able to do. But then, like, I, I think he got stung a couple of times on the feet and tired out a little bit. But that's that's what I was going to say is like the interesting part of this is like Avloev showed that he has improved striking he he looked like he had figured out you know like he had that jump knee that he landed twice right 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 um you know like it looked like his striking was better overall so I you know like that's a that's a really exciting development in a guy who when we broke down this fight we're like he wrestles but not much else and then like he he did much else so it, it seems like he's really developed here or, or getting quite a bit better so um that that's exciting and it leaves so many good matchups for him at featherweight too
1: there you go. That is the positive Gumby. Always the angel on the shoulder Well, I'm the devil saying it was boring, but yes. Um, I'm just happy. I, I hit this one, but, um, didn't, um, get me as much money as the next one did for Mr. Vreeland. He had Lucas Almeida who looked very good against Michael Trezano, who looked like Michael Trezano, um, in their featherweight fight. Last two were featherweights. Um, Almeida TKO punches third round, 55 seconds in, um, he both guys actually rocked each other, uh, dropped each other at various points. Um, Trisano got destroyed by a, a inadvertent, um, headbutt, which split him open pretty bad. But, um, I don't know if that really had a, much of a, uh, much of a say on the outcome here. Oh, like I said, Almeida got the job done and this was a fight of the night. So both men are 50 grand richer in their pockets.
0: Yeah. Almeida looked great. Um, he sure. did. Like, like he was so excited. It, it like, it solidified why the UFC wanted to bring him back after losing on contender series. And just going to get one more win is like, yeah. he, he, he throws with a lot of intention that does his defense leave a little bit to be desired. Yes. But that's kind of why I liked him over Trezano, a guy who's not particularly offensive in the first place. Um, this is the one, by the way, that in the Slack, somebody posted uh, Lucas, Hale made a plus 800 uh, TKO uh, prop, which Ooh. is, and they had, yeah, yeah. I, you like, hit it too? Uh, yeah, I did. Wow. Plus six. That was Get, the one I got, plus 650. Right. So Get in the slack, um,
1: people. And you still showed up for work today. Wow, I'm impressed.
0: I still showed up for work today uh, because I got to brag about it and, and mm-hmm. make sure true. that you call me Gumby God for the rest of the day. Gumby year.
1: God. Um, but yeah,
0: like, I, I mean, Almeida looked really good. Um, it's another one of those guys off the Contender Series who, I mean, like, is Gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I'm not quite sure what his ceiling is, but uh, yeah. That, and speaking of contender series, let's you could transition right to this next one because that one's other guy also got a sweet prop in it. Yep,
1: we got contender series coming up again very very soon. Um, another person off of last season's contender series, I a very wise man uh, says this week on uh, UFC on the line on UFC Fight Pass. Make sure you watch that because a very wise man mentioned how. Last season's contender series may be the most talent-rich season we've ever had when all all said and done. Do you agree with that statement that this very wise bearded man said? I
0: agree with you, but here's my question. Me. I, mean, I didn't say it was me. Here, here, here's the question I have for you, yes. though. Could that possibly be because they signed everybody? Like if you took <laughs> the true. if you took <laughs> remember the. Remember aggr- the starting
1: of the remember? <laughs> yes. That's first sorry to interrupt. The first few weeks it was ridiculous. They it signed was everybody.
0: So- it was so fucking frustrating. That not only did they sign everybody, they also signed somebody who'd lost. Um, yes. but like if if you took the aggregate average of like skill level on every season of the contender series, I agree with you. Uh, or I, I disagree with you. I think it was an average season. Okay. Um, but if you take the cream of the crop, I think the cream of the crop is better than the cream of the crop in most other seasons. There you go. Um the only one I would say I would possibly argue with you on. Um, is, uh, season one of the contender series, season one of the contender series, dude, yeah. had so many good contract winners. Listen to the people who came off of season one, Jeff Neal, like was how undefeated for how long in the UFC, Sean O'Malley, Grant Dawson, like all of those dudes came off the first season, Alex Perez, fucking title challenger. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, might there be more good ones off the season five? Perhaps. But they also signed 7,000 people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Including, this is a segue, Kareem Silva, who, killer Kareem, came through. Women's flyweight. Submission, Darce Choke, 455 into the first round. She she looked fantastic. Minus 120, we got it for which looked like a steal. Almeida, plus 195, by the way that was not a plus 195 fighter um yesterday um but yeah back to killer kareen we both had her and this is one that dan uh, gumby told everyone to get in on the submission um prop and this is what got him elevated to a god or sorry the god so um yeah she, she uh, she's got to be on the mount Rushmore of maybe not she wasn't underdog but she's got to we got to give her props for something here Dan.
0: yeah plus so, three I mean, Plus 350 was the uh, the plebeian line I got, uh, whereas <laughs> yes. everybody everybody else got a plus 425 or plus 500 line or whatever it was. Uh must like, be using Wimbat. Dude, I <laughs> – nice segue. Well done. Yes. Uh, I also flirted with the idea of taking her with a first-round sub, uh, which I, I was just sitting there looking at the line, and it was plus 1800, and I just should have <laughs> – yeah, I just should have done done it, but I didn't. Uh I played it a little too safe. I played it too safe and bet plus three fifty. Like, come yeah. on. Like that's that's fantastic. Uh What's the amount
1: dude. of money you put on stuff too. That's a that's a big score.
0: Yeah, right. Cause I that's I'm, probably like uh, your
1: mortgage you put on, right?
0: Yeah, two uh both both of the mortgages on both of the houses <laughs> I <laughs> two out of the three houses I own, right? Oh uh, so no, with that being said, Kareem Silva. In this we're we're going to break one down Wednesday, and I'm going to say the exact same thing I am right now. You've got somebody losing by submissions regularly, yeah. You got somebody who locks in quick submissions. Why are you not betting that person to win by submission? Like,
1: even a little bit, just put a little bit on it. You don't have to make yeah, a massive bet on it because it's at plus, an awesome plus, line. Plus
0: 400, plus like, she,
1: like Botelio had already
0: lost by submission somewhat recently. Um, and and granted, you know, to, to Cynthia Kelvio, which I guess, you know, Kelvio is a good submission artist, but like, she looks out of her element on the ground. She got out grappled a little bit by Luana Carolina. Like obviously Kareem Silva, who just slaps on fast submissions is going to get one. So, uh, yeah, like it's silly to leave that one there. And I'll say Wednesday, there's going to be another one like that. So make sure you tune in.
1: A pizza bet as the, as the boys like to say in the SGPN Slack. So just throw some pizza money down on it. Um, So yeah, that one came through Um, for us as did the next one. Ode, 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 as as our Twitter feed says. Ode, awesome. Ode, Ode, Ode. I know, I said it. <laughs> a lot. He, he came through. You're not a soccer uh, guy, huh? <laughs> no, not really. But um, FIFA's fun to play. I'll give you that. But I don't get to play anymore because uh, my son doesn't like to lose. So we haven't played that for quite a while because dad got good at FIFA all of a sudden. And so now we don't play FIFA anymore. So, anyhow. Um, yeah, Ode came through. Knockout, punches. Zuruk Adeshev, 101 into the first round. This one did play out the way we expected to play out Ode uses eight inch reach advantage. And the fact that he's far more active striking on the feet. So all, all my numbers that I like to lean on actually came through, uh, here and, uh, the fight played out exactly as we were hoping it would.
0: Yeah. And I will just say this. I, along with a lot of other people had written off Ode Osborne, uh, after his first, I think it was his, after his first three UFC fights, he was, uh, one and two, he was one and two. Yeah. With losses to, At the end of the day, they were losses to Brian Kelleher and Manel Cap, which are and Cap and Miss Wade. So, you know, at the end of the day, not bad losses in retrospect, but like those two losses forced him to move to syndicate MMA. He's now working with John Wood and a guy with that kind of length who's now figuring out his boxing and has a. I, I don't think enough people know this has a wrestling background. O'Day Osborne was a college level wrestler. Like, so a guy who comes from a wrestling background has insane length and is now working with a top level striking coach to make youth use of that length. I, I mean, like I, I think he's got a much higher ceiling than we originally had thought at flyweight.
1: Yep. The fact he used to fight, he, he has fought short notice at featherweight means he's probably walking around at, um, quite heavier than 125 pounds. So the fact that someone that size and, and with his skill um, is that featherweight could, oh, sorry, excuse me, flyweight could, could, um, couldn't do something actually in this, in this. We're not talking about the deepest the division. It's getting deeper though. Um, it's far deeper than, than it was a few years ago. Um, but we're going to talk about it later on too. There you go. Um, plus he's not wasting his time uh, teaching kids anymore because you know, who wants to be a teacher, right? What a horrible <laughs> profession horrible yeah, he, wasting true. his time being a teacher so um yeah he is a full-time fighter now because um not every UFC fighter actually does this for a living that's that's the thing that UFC you think the UFC would be embarrassed by that but nonetheless um we hit that one minus 180 I hit the next one Dan missed it uh, Alonzo Menafield even though Dan made me feel nervous about this one uh there was no need to be nervous Alonzo Menafield won TKO elbows 440 into the first round I th- did I see this one? I don't think I saw this one over Oscar Mazharov. It, do, your fi- th- do yourself
0: a favor and don't watch this.
1: Okay, good. I think that's the name he, I think that's the name he went by um, in this fight, but anything to tell us about this one?
0: I mean, it, it's funny that you said beforehand, like, does the UFC have to let this guy go for his record <laughs> fraud? And I yeah. was like, no, cause you know, it didn't, he said he's it, super fast and he's athletic and all this jazz. Dude, He is super fast and athletic. You want to know the thing is though. And if you didn't watch it, you have no way of knowing this, but, i grossly i grossly uh underestimated how bad his wrestling defense is yeah like he's just and he's not he doesn't throw good hands he just throws wild hands yeah yeah he's like a less polished version of martin procnio which is which is the the hardest sentence i've ever had to say but like
1: he, a poor man's marching procneo.
0: He's the poor man's marching <laughs> procneo. <laughs> oh my
1: there's god there's a title for the episode right there.
0: That's not even fair. Hasn't Procneo
1: won a couple in a row? Uh, yeah, Procneo's doing all right.
0: I just remember it, him getting absolutely didn't he get starched by uh, Sam Elvy? Am I wrong about that? Like, isn't he mm, Sam Elvy's last win or some shit? He did maybe, but, yeah, he, he didn't faster he got knocked out so. by Sam. He Got knocked up by Sam see? LV to kick off his UFC career. Um, but he did beat Khalil Roundtree and Ike Villanueva. Uh, anyway, uh, this isn't a marching Procneo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, dude, his, his wrestling defense is just non existent. Uh, is he a he,
1: chunky guy, by the way? Procneo I or, or, or Mosa, no, Mozarov? Uh, Mosa- I, I didn't get to see a good look at his body. I thought, is this the chunky he, guy?
0: He is a guy very clearly cycling off of steroids. Uh,
1: oh wow! Really?
0: Yeah. Really. He said he had. This
1: is he, Dan Realin saying this.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, like I can say it. he he said in his pre-fight interview he had a dust up with with Usada oh, okay. and it was a misunderstanding and that was part of why it took him so long <laughs> to make his his
1: debut. And he it wasn't came him. Looking, it, it was that other name he went by. It was He him.
0: came in looking way less ripped than he's ever looked in his whole career. Weird. So I was like, weird. yeah, it's, it's weird that you look like that now. Um, that being said like he got at one point in time he like posted on uh Alonzo Menifield's throat and and got himself up and once he was on his feet he threw some hands and I was like, "Oh, this is it. He's going to hit that knockout." And then he <laughs> was back on the floor again. So, yeah. um, you know, you get the crucifix finish, which is always like one of the most anticlimactic finishes of all time. Um, but like good on Menafield for doing what he should do. He wrestled and pretty much exclusively wrestled Originally, I told you, like, I don't think Mozart is fireable material because he didn't make the UFC look bad with his record fraud because, like, he did it before the UFC and it was in his early days and the UFC can just blame the record. But, like, with all the attention that was brought to it and how bad he looked in the cage combined, I think he's done. I think you never see him again.
1: Well, Dan's firing people again. Usually – it, it tends to happen I, I think we're gonna have someone else getting fired soon too coming up on this episode i, I think I remember someone losing I am thinking, okay, that guy's gone so all right dan dan laid down the first hammer on someone, so um I think there's and,
0: two i think there's two more i'm I'm ready to see fired oh
1: I remember who I'm thinking about okay, yes um Botella maybe too right she lost she lost a few in a row too hasn't she We you went mm, or is she not I thought well, she, she she's been, been gone for a while and did she just win one with oh no that's that's four out of five you're
0: right it's probably her too
1: all right we're firing you yeah she's three straight yikes Yikes. and her only
0: and she's three and four in the ufc and all three wins are just people who've already been fired
1: (laughs) yes not a good look as the kids say so that concluded the main card all the bonuses went on the main card which you don't you you don't really like to see that you like to see some people lower down because on the fight card get bonuses because usually they're the people who are uh not paid quite as well but Regardless, Lucas Almeida versus Michael Drizzano, Fight of the Night, Performance of the Night, Killer Kareem Silva, and Ode Osborne. Any issues with any of those? No, and
0: and actually, to to buck what you were just saying, is I actually love that those three or four people won because you said usually the people on the, the top portion of the card are making more money. These are not, like eight or nine no. fight veterans in the UFC. Lucas Almeida, debut. He's probably making 12 and 12 at best.
1: Yep. Kareem
0: Silva off a contender series. She's making 10 and 10. 10, and
1: 10. <laughs> um,
0: In Ode Osborne, it's his fifth fight in the UFC. Uh, You know, Trezano's got to be around five fights in the UFC too, right? Or somewhere yeah. in that range. Um, Maybe that, that looks like that was his sixth fight in the UFC. So, like, e- even those two are not making a ton of money. It's not like we saw it go to somebody who's like, you know, I, I would have been bummed if somebody like, you know, Ige or Evloev or, you know, they gave it a Volkov or something like that. Like, the, that that would have been unnecessary.
1: And speaking, Dan knows all these payouts because he, he reads moneymma.substack.com. So just thought I'd throw that out there. So, um, yeah. so the main card, I got one wrong. Dan got two wrong, but Dan hit a plus 195 dog. So that's, that's why it turns you into a god around here. I may be consistent, but, but Dan's the one. Dan's the strikeout or home run. He he's the, the a true two outcome player here, Dan.
0: I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'll be the uh, I'll be the Adam Duvall of this podcast.
1: Oh, listen! I never thought we'd hear that name, did you, Adam Duvall? All right, um, we're gonna move on, but I'm gonna tell you about Athletic Greens, of course. Wonder if Adam Duvall uses Athletic Greens to hit hit those balls over the fence. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins. Or as Malcolm on the on the MLB podcast says, vitamins. Vitamins. vitamins.
0: Yes, <laughs> I heard that too. <laughs> he is amazing. I love
1: I love Malcolm Banford. Really, everyone should listen to the MLB uh, gambling podcast. I've
0: been all over the MLB gambling podcast recently. Listen, listen to the hell out of that show. It's good whether they've got a guest on. It's good yep. whether or not they've rotated hosts. It's good all the time.
1: It is very true. Anyhow, um, this is not an MLB gambling podcast podcast, though. Um, <laughs> right now, this is a athletic range. So what I'm telling you, oh, yeah, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus and aging, all of those things. And, and listen to this part. It costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free, this is capitalized. So it's, I think that means it's, they're not lying free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and that's capitalized as well. And five free. Once again, capitalized free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Am I supposed to yell when it's capitalized, like like Yanni the Greek? Free. My new friend Yanni the Greek. Everyone watched the show this week uh, on UFC Fight Pass, and you'll see.
0: Yanni I've, went I've, against
1: me on one of my picks, so I've got a. He's I've dead got in a, me now.
0: I, I've pre, I've pre-screened. Uh, yeah, Dan, week, is, uh, I let him
1: pre-screen in case we wanted to discuss it. Yes,
0: UFC on the line, and it is. Let me tell you, it's quite good. In fact, it's the. Uh, It's it's got the highest percentage of uh, people on the show that I can tolerate from ever before.
1: John Anik, (laughs) Jeff Fox. You like Nick? I I like Nick
0: quite a bit, yeah. He
1: he agreed with my picks, so there you go. I
0: I would also say Nick has usually got, like, insight that actually pertains to fighting and not where the (laughs) money has already come in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yanni, um, yeah. Anyhow, everyone watch it and see if his... I guess his argument against me kind of made sense strength of schedule, but yeah, it was kind of like interesting and you don't get to re, re no rebuttals on that show. So this we'll, is my we'll, show now. We'll, we'll
0: rebut the fuck out of it on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> we will. You just wait. All right. Maybe we can make Yanni vanish. No, we don't want him to vanish. We want, but we, if you want to vanish IP yourself vanish. online, IP <laughs> vanish, that that was my poor transition into IP vanish. It made me seem like I, I have hate for Yanni, which I did not. So, Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IPvanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a money day back, 30-day excuse me, 30-day money back guarantee. That's just like 89 months for free. Now free is italicized how am i supposed to pronounce that like kind of like surprise like free is that how i'm supposed to say it do you know I, I, free. english major free okay that's good as <laughs> i say take a sip here ipvanish is super easy to use all you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected you won't even know it's on stop sharing with the world everything you stream everything you search for and everything you buy take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 out of, on trust go to ipvanish.com slash sgp and use promotional code SGP and claim your seventy percent savings. Once again, IP Banish—that's IPVANISH dot com slash SGP. That was like a throwback. Remember when I used to make you make noises and say things on the podcast, Dan? I used to make <laughs> you, used you do to... beeps and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, beeps I... or. Well, I think I think it was because once I I did it on my own, right? I did a siren. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah, I said whoop 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 or some <laughs> like, some shit like that.
1: Yes. Um. All right. Whoop whoop whoop. As we move on with this whoop whoop podcast, prelim time. This fight, I don't care. I watched it actually. It was it was a good fight. Um, I care.
0: I mean, get this. <laughs> you, I actually care, and not just because I'm the one who got it right and you got it wrong, but I I care about this one, and I'll tell you why after you recap it.
1: Yes. All right. This one I ended up picking the correct winner on my um, DFS lineup that I, I put on. Uh, com. so I, I did end up winning after all, but um, I was on the fence on this. I went with Felice Herrig. I was incorrect. I forgot they had even fought before. Um, I may have gone with Carolina Kowalkovic, 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 Kowalkovic. that's how you say it. Koval. You got there! Kowalkovic. Look at
0: yeah. you getting there.
1: It's been so long since she's fought. Uh, anyhow, I, um, I forgot she had beaten Felice Herrig once. Now she's beaten her twice. Do you, you realize this was her first finish ever in the UFC? And she's been in the UFC for a buttload of fights, but submission rear naked choke four oh one one to the second round. This was a scrappy, good fight for both women. Felice Herrig quote unquote retired after the fight, even though she was saying before that if she lost, she, she may retire. Um, so maybe this is a real retirement and not an MMA retirement. Um, I'll take her out of my rankings just in case it's for real. But anyhow, I don't know if we can really read much from this that Carolina finally won because she fought someone who had not won even longer and is now retired. But nonetheless, it was a fun fight to watch.
0: So, I, first of all, two things: I think the retirement's real. She's thirty-seven yeah. years old, and she like True. hinted at. Uh, in her, her post fight speech, which by the way, shout, shout out to the UFC for letting her speak. Uh, I'm not like a huge Felice Herrig fan. I kind of hated her on the ultimate fighter. I oh. thought she was she did that like she, she had that like mean girl vibe about her along with Carla Esparza. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. but like it, it was not. And of course you know You didn't watch that Were you
1: expecting Macy Barber to run in and grab the mic when she was about to give her retirement speech? Yeah.
0: Uh, yes. Yes. That's exactly what I was expecting. But, I'm gonna let
1: you finish, and she'll she'll give her. I'm gonna let you finish. No. Um. Anyhow.
0: But like, that's a, is that a Kanye reference? That, that think, is a Kanye. I, yes. My my 40 year old Canadian co host.
1: Yes. I, I prefer <laughs> I prefer when uh, old dirty bastard went on stage and. And did the Wu Tang for the children speech and interrupted okay. someone? Did you did you see that one? I Ever? think I was
0: probably uh, two when that. Happened.
1: Probably. Yeah. Anyhow, this is not an ODB <laughs> podcast. Dan's gonna tell that, you why he's happy. that Carolina dirty, won. and
0: that's old dirty uh, bastard, right? Is that yes? It is. <laughs>
1: yes. Anyhow, Dan got plus one hundred four for this one. So l- let's let him uh, brag on this.
0: So, so yeah, like, I, I think Harry actually retired because she alluded to, like, you know, wanting – having other ideas of what she wants to do with her life and stuff like that afterwards. So, like, it seemed like she has some stuff lined up. I'll say this, though. Kovalkiewicz looked really good. Yes. Like, it, she yes. didn't just look good for somebody fighting somebody shitty. She looked crisp. She was, like, moving really well in and out. She wasn't getting hit. Like, she was hitting and not getting hit, which is great – She was using her grappling to go along with this. Like, she just had everything put together. She looked like the Karolina Kovalkiewicz from five, six years ago. So, with all that being said, like, I know we were talking before about, like, I hope both of these two retire after this fight. Kovalkiewicz talking about training at ATT. Like, hey, maybe she just turned a corner. Like, maybe we are back to a position where, like, covalcated just maybe actually a person in this
1: division we have to pay attention to. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get to that, that, um, that point yet, even though I, I do like her. Um, yeah. She was talking about retiring like a couple, like she was expecting me be retired by now and have babies at this point. So uh, I don't know if like she was, she was gone for a while. I don't know if that has bumped it ahead a bit, but, or if she realized like who wants to have kids, come on. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> having children is the greatest. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm ready to anoint her, 36 year old um, fighter coming off of five fight losing streak. I don't know if I'm going to anoint her the, the second coming. But hey, she did look good, and I, I think a lot of her issues seemed to be mental, like she wasn't in the fights mentally. But she definitely was in it last night. Definitely was engaged. Yeah,
0: in in like I said, um, you know, I, we obviously need to see it against somebody better than Felice Herod, But hey. You know, she probably earned herself a right to fight like a top 15
1: woman with that, right? Like, yeah, not a know, big, like, uh, not a stack weight class. So yeah, Je-
0: Jessica Penny's in the rankings there. Like, and <laughs> I think Jessica Penny's got a fight already lined up, but like, I don't know. I'd, I'd maybe pick Kovalkovich over Jessica Penny at this point.
1: Yeah. Why not? For sure. Yeah. Like I said, not the, not, not the deepest of, of weight classes I yeah. Good for her. Um nice seems like a, a nice lady and she tried to shake Eric's hand. Harry was pretending that she was uh mean or bad or something for some reason and wouldn't shake her hand. But anyhow, take that poor loser. Or actually that was before she lost. Um Joe Selecki is not a poor loser. He's a winner. Even despite going on dance podcasts, maybe because he went on dance other podcasts. Hey,
0: Oday Oday did too, by O'Day the way. Did Oday did too, O'day maybe would...
1: Yeah, that's right. I, I really should make we really should do a win loss record uh, after imme- what happens to these fighters immediately after they go on the top turtle MMA podcast. Do their insides explode and they have internal bleeding? Do they get into horrible car accidents, or do they actually win in the cage? That uh, could be those things actually did happen. I'm not making making things. Yeah, up. that's it's all, it's those, all those everything. <laughs> Brian, everything I just Brian said there and true.
0: Frank Camacho. <laughs>
1: exactly, everything I said there was true. Uh, anyhow, Joe Slecki won minus one seventy. Um, did I see this fight? <laughs> Do I remember? No, I did not see this one. He beat Alex Da Silva. Majority decision. 28, 28, 28, 27, 29, 27. Cause we had first time I remember ever seeing it. We had a 10, seven round in this fight.
0: Yeah. So really weird one for those, uh, who didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, Joe Select, came out in the second round, took down Alex Da Silva, got his back and was looking to choke him for pretty much the entire round, uh, in, Da Silva kept grabbing the insides of Selecki's gloves so he couldn't get away after multiple warnings. The ref took a point without stopping the fight, which I really loved because it allowed Selecki to keep working. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, seemingly on a lot of people's scorecards, uh, Da Silva won rounds one and three, uh, and that would have given you. 28-28, which one judge had. However, one judge gave him a 10-8 round and then subtracted the point, uh, which gives him a 10-7 round and actually has him only winning one round in winning the fight, which yeah, is pretty pretty rare. It's pretty rare. Um, another judge gave him round three, which I think was a coin flip round for me. I, I, like, went back and watched it, and I was like, I definitely see how you could give uh, Selecky the third round. So, like, at the end of the day, De Silva was, like, pissed off when they read the decision But, like, you lost the second round, clearly. Like, the second round was lost. And you got a point taken away. There's literally no way you can win this fight other than having a 10-8 round of your own, which he clearly didn't. So, like, when they read the scorecards and it wasn't a draw, like, the, the draw was the best he could hope for.
1: Yeah. So, actually, it says on Wikipedia that he lost a point for locking his toes in the fence. Is that incorrect? you said it was a, a it's, a glove it's thing? possible it's possible, heard that, it was a thing. it's
0: possible that too but i, I thought it was gloves uh, i so mean he, like
1: he was doing a like, lot of dirty things was he
0: yeah I, I think it was gloves but i will get back yeah. to you uh in a second
1: all right anyhow um regardless we won we won and people who followed us won. we also won the next one David jackson continues his second kick of the can surge in the UFC. Uh one again, he was minus 500. Who would have thought that Damon Jackson would be minus 500 at some point in 2022 in the UFC, but nonetheless he was. We hit this one. He beat newcomer Daniel Argueta. Argueta. I, what I can't remember if you yelled at me if because I did get, a, get get it because I wasn't doing the hard G. That's what I was getting in trouble for, wasn't I? I knew you were yelling at me about something for that one. 327 30, 30, 27, 29 28. So I got yelled at, but uh, I don't remember why. Um I don't no, I didn't see this fight. Do you have anything Ar- to say on Ar- it or
0: not? Argetta's Ar- Ar- game, but he's up a weight class against a guy who grapples well. Um, excited to see him at Bantamweight. Um, also, the intern looked it up, and it was, according to the official scorecards of the UFC, it was apparently due to fence grabbing, which uh, yes. I-, I thought he had grabbed gloves, too. Maybe he was doing both. So uh, Dirty, yeah. dirty,
1: dirty boy. All right. Um Jackson hit it. Benoit Saint-Denis. Is he one of our favorite on this podcast i think i, I think he is gonna be one of their you, favorites you, i like him
0: i picked him to beat elizu zaleski yes Zantos i remember in that fight where he took an absolute beat down um uh, granted weight class on short notice against elizu zaleski Santos, but like my god did he look good in this fight like this, this is the all guy. about the
1: wrestling for him and he uh yeah he he ground this one out but uh he he did find time to get himself cut of course <laughs> I think this may be this guy's mo. We may yeah. be seeing him get get at least a cut every fight. Um, I'm skipping uh, skipping the the result here. Nicholas Dolce he submitted him Runa Kachok, 132 in the second round after wearing on him on the ground for basically the whole fight.
0: Yeah, he he. This is the good grappling I was talking about having right. seen in in Brave when we broke down his first fight. Like this, this is the Benoit Saint Denis that I had you know, hyped up as being like, you know, this dude is fucking good and he is really good. Um, You know, it, it's nice to see him fight a guy a little bit, you know, lower ranked than Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos is, yeah. who's been, you know, flirting with the top 10 of welterweight at one point in time and in his actual division. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, Denine looks like he could be a problem for people with the grappling, um you know obviously that's the most stacked division in the whole ufc so how much of a problem remains to be seen but yeah looked really good in there
1: you're not gonna not gonna finish them that's for sure um hell no hell no hell's no all right we went to the next one maybe you can tell me oh yeah i saw this one actually tony gravely he didn't, uh, the fight didn't last long enough for him to gas out as we predicted. He knocked out um, Johnny Munoz, a junior, 108 into the first round, which I guess Tony gravely has that ability if the fight doesn't last too long. He doesn't get worn out.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that's it right there. Right. Yep. It, it, we we expected it to last long enough that the wrestling could sort of pile up and wear him out. And instead, he, he clipped him. Um, so, you know, good good KO by gravely um i'm not sure it it assuages any of the the concerns we have about uh his gas tank and his abilities
1: yep very true but we don't like him cuz he just made us lose money um <laughs> jeff jeff Molina thought he lost but i'll have to actually beat zaga zumagulov split decision 28 29 29 28 30 27 another fight this is the one i didn't see which was controversial, uh, minus 180 was Molina hit. We won this one. You want to break it down quickly for others who didn't see the fight and whether you think the scoring was correct.
0: Yeah. I mean like Molina won the third round for sure. Um, okay. And, that's one round. Yeah. And like I had him coin flip in the, the first, like, like I, okay. I, I think when I watched it in real time, I, I think I gave it a Jumagul off, but like it, the first was close. The third was definitely his. The second, you know, everybody except for one really terrible judge who somehow gave every round to Molina, gave uh, the second to Shumagulov. Like, Shumagulov won the second, which is why, by the way, if, you, if you've if you seen the, like, running joke about, like, Molina walking away when he hears 30-27 – he he walks away because Shuwa won the second, and when he heard thirty twenty seven, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Because I didn't win round two. There's no way I won thirty twenty seven. But like, also in that same token, like Molina won round three. So you know, like he can't. Nobody should have won that point thirty twenty seven. That's an insane scorecard. So um, yeah, like I, I think if I was scoring it, I probably went Shuva Gulov one and two, and Molina in, in three. But like also, I I don't think it was his. Bad as some people are making it out to be.
1: Speaking of one and two, do you know what's interesting about zuma Zumagulov, Dan? What's that? He's a polygamist. Oh, one, yeah. He, he has two got wives. Two Did wives. You know yeah. Two wives yeah. and six kids, in case Jesus. people wondered. So he a could have used days. that that full paycheck. Six kids and two wives. And maybe he's got mutt working. Who knows? But he lost the fight. um Yeah. So Al Hafe didn't look as good as we hoped, I take it.
0: Um, I think he looked good. Um, you know, like little, little holes here and there, but like, you know, he, he is a very young flyweight prospect, you know, like in a division yeah. that, that like, you know, is, is like you said, on the up and up, he's 24 years old. And now, uh, with that win three and O in the UFC four and oh if you count the ultimate, uh, or the contender series, like, yeah, like he's got a bright future, needs to iron some things out. um, O'Day Osborne called him out after that fight. Oh, and uh, Jeff Molina said on Twitter that he was down for it. Shit, that would be such a good fight.
1: Yep. And Jeff Molina, uh, a good ally to the LGBT community. Did I get all the letters right? LGBT. Anyway. I think you
0: just forgot Q. but that's Q, okay. right.
1: Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. He um, was rapping and bragging about... Uh, um pride month in, in ufc allowing him to wear pride um gear and i guess he got some ugly tweets from people because people are assholes so anyhow um he, he's a good man that Al
0: people on twitter are not nice that.
1: imagine that eh? And people, <laughs> yeah, imagine that um all right he was nice to us because we we hit that fight um we hit the next one too Renate fakiridinov minus 290 he basically he looks like me if i shave my head right yeah. The you know he's got a he's got a jeff
0: fox-esque beard <laughs> a, a,
1: a, he's got a jesus jeff beard if you will G? oh yeah that's <laughs> why i have a beard yes jesus jeff very true uh he beat Andreas michaelaitis who dan and i are he's he's another guy we are firing correct
0: yeah him and, and in the Zina. other the other one was probably nicholas Stoltz. uh oh yes yes like stolz is probably getting the, the big ugly axe
1: so Fakradinov looks like me if I was totally bald and I could wrestle. 3027 6 30 30 27, ground out a win.
0: Yeah, not much to say here. I said Fakradinov uh, could, could, could probably strike with him, and he did uh, periodically, um, but likely should just wrestle him and, and win this easy. He did that. Um, I'm not sure what I think about Fakradinov, though. I, I think I Watch actually thought mouth. he. I actually thought he was better going into this fight than I did afterwards. So um, I, I guess we'll see.
1: Do you think when, if Addis is told by his manager or whoever that you got, um, you got fired, he's going to say, ah, fuck, we're You think? I
0: think, I, I, I think probably not. That was what...
1: <laughs> because <laughs> he speaks a different language? Is that why? Or is not a good joke?
0: I think he speaks English too.
1: Yeah. Hey, guess who laughs at my jokes, Dan? Who I'm gonna replace you with, John Anik. John, okay? Anik that's, John That's who enjoys my my humor. All right. So if, if you got a problem with my jokes, I can get Mr. Professional in here. Just take like it that. Up, he, he take it do, up with uh, John Anik. <laughs> he, 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 he can say things like, um <laughs> um I can't remember his freaking ad reads. Um P- P3. <laughs> yeah, P3 or the um usually the it's P- liquor or fortune favors the bowl That's what I was trying to say. Fortune yeah, right, yeah. M- right M- right
0: fortune favors the bowl <laughs>
1: Kicked off right for us. This is the fight I didn't see. I saw the finish. Maybe you can tell me about the rest. Uh, our girl, Erin Blanchfield, uh, favorite, another favorite of this podcast, beat J.J. Aldrich. Uh, submission, guillotine choke. I saw, I saw the finish. It was a, a high elbow. Is that what it's called? What's it that, called? That's it. Look at you high with elbow your choke. knowledge, with my a, man. With no belts. Um, 238 into the second round. Was she in trouble earlier in this fight? Our minus 600 girl?
0: I wouldn't say trouble. Uh, I would okay. say she Definitely lost the first round, though. Um, yeah. And was, I mean, I guess if, if you want to say in trouble, she was in trouble in that she could not find her way to J.J. Aldrich's legs. J.J. Aldrich, um, who, who I continue to say, one of the more underrated flyweights in the UFC. Definitely. Like, she you know, she was won three in a row coming into this and was, you know, plus 450 underdogs. Yeah, and, and like, so she was managing the space really well um you know like she she kept distance really well against Blanchfield she was making sure Blanchfield couldn't get to her legs she clearly won the first round and then the second round came out Blanchfield you know like, got her off balance on a trip um despite the fact that that Aldrich was getting better um the better of the striking too and rather than letting Blanchfield get on top of her or taking her time to get up she rushed to get up and when she did her neck came forward and that's all it takes with aaron blanchfield yep. um because she's so good at jujitsu. which is by the way why we mentioned uh both here and uh in the hungry man jong parlay at the end of the yes. day which which again hit one of the two legs not both of them um that i liked aaron blanchfield inside the distance she hadn't gotten a finish in the ufc yet she does here
1: yep by the way speaking of parlays i've I'm not into parlays as people who will watch the uh that program I keep keep uh, talking about will, will hear me say, but um, you you put a good spin on it, all you have to do is win one and it covers you for the whole year, right? If you hit one of these big one like 1200, uh, yeah, yeah, 12, like ones, I, I, I'm pretty I sure I gotta hit.
0: It. I'm pretty sure I'm all, almost at even with the hungry man drunk because I hit that what was it, fourteen to one earlier? <laughs> yeah, maybe?
1: thirteen to one. I think it might have been. I think I think it you're. Was, uh, it was such an easy one.
0: It was a fu- freaking easy one too, right? Wasn't it? It was like it was
1: a Fakradinov easy one.
0: I think it was. I think it was like Paul Craig by submission or
1: something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. So, um, so it sounds like this actually was a good test, and like I was saying, this was a logical, you know, reasonable step up for for Blanchfield. And it sounds like. Um, you know, she got, got herself tested, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I would say, you know, I, I mentioned on the show that I would have liked to see her getting a bigger step up and maybe this was, you know, perfect proof that the UFC knew what they were doing with her yeah. um, and, and knew she needed somebody like J.J. Aldrich. But, yeah. like, I, I'm ready for her to fight, you know, uh, Cynthia Calvillo or, you know, like Tracy Cortez type she now. She called someone um, out,
1: though, Dan. Did you hear her? Oh, I actually may have missed oh, that. She wants the winner of Jessica I, Macy Barber. hoo I love Macy that. She's going to win she... now, right?
0: No, I never. <laughs> uh, against, against Jessica I.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's a, you That's know? Not so do you know
0: Jessica idea. I is, this is, this is a, a fun piece of content as we wrap yeah. this episode. <laughs> do you know Jessica I is the only fighter I've ever noticed has blocked me on on Twitter really she she nice. since she's since unblocked me but at one point in time she was uh having a Twitter spat with Lauren Murphy uh yep. and, oh you don't do that around Dan yeah no you know that's I'm a big Lauren, I'm a big Lauren Murphy apologist or whatever and uh Lauren Murphy called her out for having like terrible grammar which I thought was funny That's like, a, <laughs> that a, is that's funny. like an English because first of all it's on Twitter they're fighters and what did then you say of- you
1: were you almost out of yourself there people listen
0: oh yeah they they uh, i mean i'm sure people know by now um but i i have some degrees in english uh i'm a writer <laughs> uh and uh i was like it's that's funny like somebody made a grammar joke on uh, to it like she made fun of her terrible grammar and jessica i just tried to cover with it by being like it wasn't bad grammar you know there's a character limit so i just copy and pasted what she wrote and checked the character limit and she had like 85 more characters or something (laughs) like that and i just posted i was like you still had 70 you know more characters or whatever and uh instant blocked i was blocked by just guy for like a solid like four years or something like that because the the, that was so long ago but i just recently noticed like and by, by recently, I mean, like, three months ago, Just Kai no longer has me blocked on Twitter.
1: <laughs> well, um, isn't that Cleveland grammar that she was using, Dan? To be yeah,
0: fair? It's, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's Stipe Miocic grammar. <laughs> that,
1: that no one can tell that guy says it anyway.
0: Th- those post-fight speeches, have you ever seen the ones where they put the funny captions underneath his... I him? have. I haven't
1: seen for him, but I've seen them, yes.
0: Oh, my God, because, like... The, it. it you can convince yourself he's saying like <laughs> you know like fire truck hose and you're like <laughs> why would he be yeah. why would he be saying that in a post fight speech? But it definitely sounds like it. <laughs> Has he been on Top Turtle before? Stipe? Yeah. Oh sadly no. No, I would no, love okay. I would love Stipe, but no You'd love to
1: hear him mutter and anyhow. <laughs> we, we did good last night, Dan. That, that concludes the the evening of fights. Eleven and three. I was up two hundred and thirty five dollars and fifty one cents. Dan was up four hundred and fifty dollars 66 we We're getting We're close a, to even. uh I don't need <laughs> to say that. Dan's less. You're you're less than a thousand away from even now. Nine hundred fifty two bucks in the hole. I
0: need, I need two more of those nights.
1: Yes, but listen to this. You're up to sixty percent on the year now for, nice. for hidden hitting, hitting correct picks. That's way higher than last year. I think you were what, like fifty five last year or something. I think it was 54. actually I can, I can check if I go over my spread. Fifty five. I was correct. Fifty five. I was at sixty, and I was happy about it. But now Dan's at sixty, so he's still da- down some money. myself. I'm up to sixty seven percent, so I'm up to two thirds now, which is great. Over a thousand bucks from profit. I'm going to do it, Dan. I'm going to ride the, I'm going to ride the year out. What do you think? It's crazy. two losing weeks, and I'm I'm in, I'm I'm back in the red. But we hey.
0: we literally joked for a year and a half that this is not a, a profitable endeavor, uh, and you are just then taking a year to quickly prove that it can be if you want it to be. Hey,
1: if if you're a chalks like Jeff Chalks is, then you're gonna make your chalky picks and uh, and win, 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 win. All right, recommended plays. Dan still doesn't get how this works. Uh, recommended plays. This used to be the thing he would brag about, but. Apparently that was just luck because he he doesn't seem to understand. Uh, he, he's got like plus ninety in here, plus one seventy five in here. I was, I was, I was even. Here.
0: I was even money, right?
1: No, you weren't. You're down four dollars, Dan. <laughs> oh, what can you get with What can you get for four bucks? I don't know. Coffee? I don't drink coffee. How much is a coffee, Dan?
0: Depends on at yeah, Tim get Hortons. I, I've been doing <laughs> Tim Hortons once in my life when I went to a yeah. Blue Jays game. <laughs> was it?
1: Was it? was it as good as as everyone acts like it is up here i mean I, it's
0: I'm, it, it's like duncan it's okay. we oh. we pretend we pretend we like it because it's where
1: we're from <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> anyhow dan whiffed on danny he hit seleki he hit saint denny and then he wanted Mozart off versus via ko he didn't even win the damn fight so dan was two and two lost four bucks i went four and oh um Thank You very much. Oh, I put myself down as four and one. I'm even better. I went four and because I'm Mr. Conservative. I'm Chalks. I'm Jeff Chalks. And hey, I would rather win money than lose money. Um, so kill me. Um, actually don't. Uh what did I what did I hit? as my spreadsheet locked up. Ode Osborne, just lucky, Aaron Blanchfield, L Hafe, Jeff Molina. I almost lost that one, but I didn't. I won 40 bucks, 4065. So on the year, I am 39 and 25 which brings me to 61% up no, almost 93 bucks. Dan is 48%, but he's up 46 bucks. Cause like I said, you, you're taking big swings, even his recommended plays, the man can't resist. He's such a degenerate gambler. He's got to take big swings.
0: Yeah. And we're both profitable. That's all that matters. We're, there
1: you go. There you go. And he also has to make a, um, a positive spin on things. So, and he's right, be God. And he's gonna be God um i am his son jeff jesus jeff all of our religious listeners are definitely um either they're praying <laughs> for us they're praying for us and or they, they have stopped listening by this or point. praying to us oh my <laughs> now it's even worse my god the american on the show is actually being uh you're supposed to be into all that stuff for i like that. i
0: like how you responded to that with my god because you my were, god my god dan my
1: gumby yeah. <laughs> we'll just use gumby for now on ufc 275 is coming up That would be this coming weekend they're coming they're going right into the biggest promotion in the world's home turf dan they're they're brave here they're going right into one territory Uh, (laughs) just like when wcw and WWF were feuding sometimes they would go into each other's home turfs but they're going to the singapore indoor stadium in kalang singapore ever been there dan i have
0: no i've never been to singapore no all right
1: just checking uh that's this weekend it's starting at like 6 30 or something their time uh because it's normal time here normal time for us east coasters <laughs> um anyhow we got glover versus yuri for the light heavyweight belt we got valentina versus atala talia talia santos for the women's flyweight belt we got Zhang Weili versus joanna rematch we got manel cape on it we got jack della Madal- Madalena on it um we we got some fun fun fights here um so we'll be breaking this down come wednesday and dan's hopefully not writing checks that his ass can't catch, uh, can't cash, because he says we're also possibly break down the road to the UFC, Singapore fights, which are also happening. Basically it's like a contender series type of thing, I guess. Right. Trying except to get for it's, a, China, for it's, a, it's a tournament though. Right. So it's not a exactly contestant like. tournament. And it is um, China, India, Indonesia, Japan, Korea, the Philippines and Thailand is basically where they're getting the fighters from um like they're doing it the june 9th and 10th so this is the thursday and the friday leading up to the fight so we'll see if we get even if we do get lines for this i maybe i shouldn't ask this because he's gonna be god he sees all but do you really know who who these fighters are can you really break down these fights
0: yeah there's a couple i really love too um you know you you mentioned you mentioned a whole bunch of uh, Asian countries, but they're they're not just Asian countries. George Tokos is fighting. Yeah, I see his the... name there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a light Greek? heavyweight out of um. Well, no, the name looks Greek, but he's yeah. uh, from England uh, technically. Okay. So uh, he he's a fun light heavyweight who I've had my eye on for some time. As is um in the the Thursday edition. Um, there's yeah. a guy named Sean Etchell who yeah. is a bantamweight from. Uh, I'm gonna mess it up. Is it Australia or New Zealand? uh he, he's one of those two. Australasia also, area. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's from one of those two places. Um, and he's, again, a lot of fun to watch. He's actually not even going to be fighting at Bantamweight. He's going to be going down to flyweight, um, which I, I know it, I think he's made before in the past, but, like, is kind of a interesting move on this one because I kind of think he's better. There's also a Swedish uh, woman fighting in the uh, – is that this week? Yes, it's this week um, on the third one. Uh, there's a Swedish woman who's fighting um, – who i'm excited to watch too her last name her nothing her last name is Nutson, um which is uh not not funny at all jo- but josephine nutsen uh not no not i couldn't i'm not laughing at all Um, uh, but uh she's like a she she's got like a kickboxing background and Has fought some pretty damn good kickboxers in the past too um as well as like a there's this a rainy guy who I'm excited for on that card as well. Um, so yeah, no, I I know a lot of these guys on uh, Road to the the UFC. Hopefully lines get posted on Wednesday. Uh, and man, if it does, we are gonna have a fucking massive episode. Maybe we can talk to bosses into being like, hey, is there? Can we do a bonus episode this yeah, week? Yeah, sure. Maybe we'll
1: bonus it up. You want to make picks for every one of these thirty two fights or whatever? Well, it's so is
0: there you gotta gonna have to remind me because now i don't remember uh exactly when all of them are are
1: they all this week <laughs> uh ninth and tenth there is one two three four five ten fights on the tenth on the ninth and ten fights on the tenth so 20 fights total it looks like jesus
0: that's a that's a lot
1: yeah i 20 well we're definitely we're gonna getting, we may we're definitely gonna that,
0: need a yeah. bonus podcast
1: <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat or whatever that quote is people like to say um i just thought i'd mention dan pretty much mentioned every non-asian fighter on the card and well you just about no, exactly no, well, every night non- <laughs> well that's because you said
0: you you said there's all these asian people and like yes there there are a whole bunch of fun asian fighters on here Do how about you...
1: mario's how about mario's enemy Willigi? g buren well, is on this Willie g way back
0: oh yeah Willie g buren's coming back he's too. trying to get
1: his way back into the ufc apparently
0: no, if, if if you want a fighter who's kind of exciting, Kazuki Saso, um, the Japanese featherweight, is pretty fun. He's like super experienced to be on a show like this. Um, he's fought like Ryoji Kudo. He was on Shudo a whole bunch of times. As a Matter of fact, I think all his whole career might have been in Shudo. Um, but he's like fought a whole bunch of dudes who, if if you watch Shudo and Japanese MMA, like you've probably heard of before. Who yeah, right. Like, watch more Shooto. Shooto's a lot of fun, of and now and now isn't it on Fight Pass too? I
1: think it's it's very right. well could be. Just as is Jeff Fox, he's on Fight Pass as well. That's so right. He, that's if right. you don't have Fight Pass, make sure you have Fight Pass because um, Monday is dropping, and I'm not going to be go out in public anymore. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> this is it's way past Dan's bedtime. We're still talking for crying out loud. Um, we probably should put this one to bed. Literally, put it to bed. Um, good episode good episode uh hopefully everyone tailed our picks and and had a profitable weekend as as we did um so like we will be back on wednesday we just gave you a we just tickled you with a feather what what possibly could be happening on wednesday we'll see if we get the odds and if we do multiple pods who knows who knows the sky's the limit here um because we're the number nine wrestling podcast in mexico so who are they to say no to us for anything we demand right that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right um so, make sure you watch UFC on the line. Uh, make sure you listen. Actually, you not have to listen to Dan's podcast because it won't be out yet by Wednesday. Make sure you follow SGPN MMA on Twitter, Jeff Fox Writer on Twitter, Gumby Vreeland on Twitter. Read our stuff. Um, we're doing, Dan and I are doing a lot of baseball coverage at this point on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But obviously, the whole the site has got everything on there, even disc golf. Um, so, make sure you get on there. Um, hmm. Is that it? Subscribe to our feed if you if you aren't already MMA me podcast feed so you get us in your ears right away. Plus, we I prefer to see our listenership go up on there rather than the one that goes up on the other on the other feed. But anyhow, as long as you listen to us, that's fine. So um I think that's it. Anything else you, you need to promote, Dan?
0: No, I think you got it all.
1: You want to take us home or you want me to take us home?
0: Sure, I can take it home. I'm Dan all right, David Freeland. He is the Jamaican sensation, Jeff Fox. I am. We will catch you on Wednesday.